What's going on, people? I would like to welcome all of you to another Q11 edition of the Talk to Q Radio Show. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And with the Q11s, what I like to do is interview people to expose my audience to new things. I talk to authors, entrepreneurs, entertainers, counselors, other podcasters, and sometimes just your everyday person who just has something to say about a particular topic. So it's an opportunity for you to get to know these people up and close and learn their story. What sparked a passion to choose a certain career or what inspired them to write that book? Or why is this person so opinionated about a particular topic? So just sit back and enjoy the show and please be encouraged to share. A lot of my guests, much like myself, kind of do their thing by word of mouth. So the more that you share, like or comment on a social media post, then the more you can help me grow the show. And it also gives more support to the people that I bring on the show who are looking to get their services, products, and talents out to the masses. So without further ado, let's get to the interview. My guest is a small business owner who didn't allow the pandemic to shut her down. She turned a dream into a reality as she adapted to her circumstances and made a way. From the music city of Nashville, Tennessee, please welcome Miss Decoya Freeman to the Talk to Q radio show. Hey, how's it going? Hi. So glad to have you on. So, so let's start from the beginning. Uh, did you always have a desire to be a hairstylist when you were younger, or is this something that hit you later in life? Um, when I was younger, um, I remember when I was, I think I was five, um, while um, playing in my room, I always did my doll's hair, and um, while everyone was outside, I'll be inside playing with my dolls, playing salon. So I always had a passion to do hair. So it started as a little girl <laughs> and it just grew from there. Okay, so uh, what year did you open your business? Um, I opened my business 2021 in um, um, February 2021. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you just made a, a year not too long ago. And so the name of your salon is Culture Hair Design. Where'd the name come from? Well, I, I came up with the name to define that I can do different types of hair um, when it comes to texture. Um, and I felt that culture kind of defines like it can be any type of culture hair that I can do. So I kind of felt like it, it kind of eliminated the, the fact that it's only just one type of hair that I do. So I decided to name it Culture Hair Design just to let the people know that I'm versatile. I can do um, black people hair, white people hair, Hispanic hair, Chinese hair. So I just wanted to say culture so it can relate to everyone. Okay. Okay. Well, you can't do anything for people who got hair like me. Uh-huh. You can get a double zero. <laughs> I don't have much to work with, so yeah, you can and still I, get the massage of shampoo. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, I saw um, some of the styles on your website, and I mean, you had plenty of, of pictures. So, March 2020, you know, of course, what was COVID and everything shut down across the country. So, how did you start a business essentially in the middle of a pandemic? So you're right. March 2020 was the day, um, the month where everything got shut down. And that was, um, I remember it because they sent everyone home, even hairstylists. And um, I wasn't able to um, have clients in the salon 
to do their hair. And a lot of my clients, they still needed me because I cut their hair up and, you know, and um, I had a dream one night about a mobile, like, bus. And I was just pulling up to my clients and, um, and having them come in the bus and I do their hair. And um, when I woke up, I was like, well, okay, maybe that was like a vision or something, you know, like Deso Raven, <laughs> I had a vision, and, it's just, and it just came true. I had one of those moments, and um, I just was like, I wonder if this is legal, because I haven't seen anyone do it. So I mm-hmm. was like, okay, so let me see what I can do, you know, so I researched it, and like, I had like created like different like designs and stuff of how I want the bus, and I found out it was legal, and I was like, what? This is legal. No one is doing this. So I just took my shot and just, you know, bought a, a camper. So this is originally a camper. So I converted and gutted this whole thing out and um, <laughs> rebuild it and uh, made this counter, this bench. I made everything in here from the floors to the ceiling, repatched the ceilings and um, the shampoo, the plumbing, the electricity. Mm-hmm. And, um, the biggest moment is when I passed a board because with cosmetology and um, salons, you have to go through an inspection to get um, your salon to operate um, for mm-hmm. service. And um, with me having it being in a camper, the criterias was a little bit different for it to be mobile. So that really was like big and major when I passed a board. Yeah. Okay. And I'm, I'm taking a look around. And I mean, it, it looks like it's a regular salon, if you ask me. Yeah, when it, you look it at does. it, you, you can't even tell that it was like a camper. I built now, this is my first wall I built, like, I built that wall, and I was so proud of it when I built it. I was like, <laughs> I built the wall. Oh my god, I built the wall. I was like, all right, Trump, I don't build the wall. No, but, <laughs> but that was my first wall when I built it. Now, let me tell you, I don't know anything about construction or anything, but it's still holding up. (laughs) That's what's up. That's all that matters. Mm -hmm. All right. So uh, walk us through the process of getting an appointment for your salon. I mean, what do they do? How do you meet up? How does all that work if someone wanted to have an appointment? Yes. So um, I have my um, website. It's cultureharedesign.com where you can go on there and it says book here. And um, it will send you to this link where you can book on Style for all my services that you need. And also I have the mobile service on there. Also, I do photo shoots and um, you'll be able to see all my prices. And um, if you have any questions, you can always reach out to me and I'll help you guide you through the steps and things like that as well. If you have any questions for that. So it will be cultureharedesign.com and then it will send you to my link of style seat, um, decoyerfreeman.com. Okay. And I'll make sure all the notes are included um in the show notes people will be able to see them there and so how far are you willing to to travel i mean are you just right now right now i'm just local nashville um the furthest i've been um is franklin and murfreesboro so that's like 45 minutes with with track fix so um i've been in local nashville um so far um but if, if push comes to shove and someone wants me to come to Mississippi, I'll come. 
Okay, well, you know, gas is kind of high, so. Yeah, so that's why we're going to talk about that price. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so are there certain um, guidelines when it comes to booking with you or like any COVID restrictions or how, how does that work? Yes, um, I always ask all of my clients, um, you know, COVID questions like have they been in contact with anyone that had COVID, um, asking them have they had their, you know, vaccines, just to kind of keep the limitation because this is just a small space. And um, if it comes, you know, in and out traffic, you know, I just try to make sure everything is like sanitized and clean and my implements stay clean and sanitized. So I always ask them, you know, um, about that, like any, like when you go somewhere else, you know, like a hospital or anything like that, they ask those type of questions. It's just mm -hmm. the same with me. I just want to ensure all clients are in their safe environment and um, everyone is, um, okay with being comfortable in here because i want them to be able to know that everything in here is clean and sanitized and ready for your service all right and so um so you only do one person at a time right yes uh-huh i do one person at a time. i have done two um and i also um i have done two where i had someone in a chair and they was getting their makeup done right here so I had I had to at, at uh, one time I had done a photo shoot, so mm -hmm. I had I had to well about four of us because I was doing the hair and she was doing the makeup. So I kind of like team up with other um, makeup artists and okay. um, other stylists to kind of like create a team. So we go to a photo shoot, they can just come in and we just knock all the services out. One stop shop. Yeah, I even had even had my um my friend. She'll be back there shampooing. I'm working on some clients, so sometimes I have up to two. Yeah. Okay, but you know what though that that one-on-one -on -one service is something that I know a lot of women would love because one of the main complaints I hear about women when it comes to salons is that the stylists will get distracted by so many different customers. They're going from one place to another to another and to another. So I'm guessing your clients love that that one-on-one -on -one personal touch. Yeah. I do love that they like that it's like a vip you know you know it's just me and the client and you know everything is just blocked out windows are like uh, blocked out with curtains so if you feel a little self-conscious about you know taking off your wig or you know alopecia that may not be you know confident yet i do create that environment where you can be comfortable with me and you know so yes you're right a lot of clients um do like that private setting and you know as stylists um i just need to explain that um why we have so many clients um, at a time in a fixed in, in a line building is because we we work on trying to um, get everyone done at a, at, a, at a good even time you know and that comes with the industry and um so so so, so many so much time we have in, in a slot where we can can be shampooing somebody somebody's under the dryer or someone's um getting curled or someone's on this foundation braid so it's, it's sometimes it just works like that and it makes it easier for us to kind of like multitask a little bit better so i do get a lot of um clients that do do like the mobile salon just for that private one-on-one -on -one meeting mm -hmm. with the client so yeah you're right 
Okay. All right. Well, we'll get ready to wrap things up, but I, I, I did want to ask you this. What do you hope for the future of culture hair design? I mean, do you see yourself with multiple trucks someday all over the city, all over the state? What Do you have a vision for that? I do. I do have a vision. I do want to create a franchise where I um, rent out the mobile salon to um, other hairstylists and or nail techs or um, makeup artists where they can use the mobile salons and um, rent them out. I do want to do that. And I do want to continue to keep growing. Um, I do eventually want to have my own building. Um, I do um, want to um, be able to travel to different states and do hair there. Um, of course, I want to create a, a big brand where I'm doing celebrity hairs, a lot more photo shoes, models. And um, I do want to give back to my community as well. That's one thing I've been doing recently the past month is giving back to my community by um, reaching out to uh, foster care systems um, um, and talking to the parents of the children that um, have parents that are Caucasian and have um, African-American children. Um, I kind of educate them on their hair and also creating um, where I can um, do their hair for them. And um, just reaching out to foster children as well because a lot of people don't know that there's nothing in place for um, foster children where they can get their hair done because of funds. So I'm also working on that as well. So growing my business has been really what I want to do and create a team because I, I believe in teamwork and I think it takes more than just one person to um, accomplish things. So I really want to create a team with Culture Hair Design. All right. Well, I have no doubt that you'll reach whatever goal you set. I mean, when you look at where you are so far, and then, like you said, you built a wall. I mean, so. <laughs> I built the wall, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, so that makes you virtually unstoppable right there. Yeah, I think that, that that's the thing I want to do, is to inspire other people through their journeys. Like, a lot has happened during the pandemic, and I just want to inspire other people. Like, if you're passionate about something, or you see that you want to do something, but in your mind, you feel like you can't do it, kind of get yourself in a place where you can build that confidence up, either where you're talking to mentors, um, whether you're just kind of going to going to other like places where you can kind of meditate because I'm more like to nature and stones and energy so that has really humbled me along the years so if you're really passionate about something I say go for it like this was like a small little seed that kind of like blossomed into a flower and um I was scared and I was worried and, I, and when I was in here working like I had literally cut myself with the saw because I didn't know what I was doing but mm -hmm. <laughs> this scar shows proof of hard work so you know I look at it like that you know when you yeah. go through things God's gonna leave scars and he's gonna um, those scars are a result of the struggle and, and people can see that hard work so I just say like go for whatever you think that you want to be passionate about or you see yourself doing um, um you know set things in order when you have order in what you want to do you'll be able to accomplish goals better and yeah. um you'll be able to see things more clearer don't just drop everything and then 
go. No, plan your plan, plan your steps before you take them, and you'll be able to reach all your goals if you just be be realistic. And you know, like with this, I didn't get any help from the government. I didn't get no one will give me a loan. <laughs> I was a new small business, and it was definitely during the pandemic. So the PPPs was gone, SBA was gone. So you know, no one helped me. So all this came from savings. So I planted a seed in myself of investment and this is the outcome, you know, and that's what I really want to inspire people to do. You know, plant your seeds, keep building, keep saving and, you know, allow yourself to be realistic about what you want to do. Okay. All right. Well, look, let everyone know where they can find you. Give the website again. Um, if you have any uh, social media, just throw all that out there for the people. Yes, you guys can find me at cultureheredesign.com. And also you can support me um, if you want to um, help me with the fundraisers that I'm, I'm, I'm doing for the foster kids and also the community that will help support me with my tools and my implements just to keep up that. Um, you can go to my GoFundMe page, which also is on my website of cultureheredesign.com. You can check me out on all the social media platforms, Instagram, I'm at cultureheredesign.com. Um, my, my Facebook will be Dakoya S, so you can find me on there. Snapchat would be Dakoya. So you can find me on all of those platforms and everything will be linked in on my website as well. So you guys can check out culturehairdesign.com for all my info and and i would love the support of the community you know to really just help me um just keep giving back because that's what i love to do is bring that confidence to people it's because when i tell you like when you have those bad hair days like it's, it, it kind of makes you feel a little down but when you got your hair done you build that confidence you know your your, your mind you feel like you can take on the world you know so just I love putting that in my clients and um, my clients love my spirit and my energy and I, I think that's what makes me stand out differently as a hairstylist is to um, just mobile salon and then the the care I have for my clients as well. All right. And I completely understand what you're talking about when it comes to a bad hair day. I, I mean, I completely yeah. understand. It happens and <laughs> You know, when it's done, see, that's why you shaved yours off because you was like, get up and get it. I'm over it. And then it's just easier, isn't it? <laughs> just get up and go. Just get up and go. That's all you have to do is get up and go. But whenever you need that double zero and you mm -hmm. in Nashville, I got you. Mm -hmm. all, right. <laughs> all right. I'll keep that in mind and I appreciate it. No problem. Well, Dakoya, it's been great. Um, uh, we we have to do it again in the future. If you have anything that comes up, something new pops off, don't hesitate to reach out to me. Okay. And that's going to do it, people. I appreciate you taking the time to check out this Q01 version of the Talk to Q radio show. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe, and be sure to support my guests, too. Um, like I said, a lot of people do things via word of mouth, and so, you know, you're the biggest advertiser out there so be be sure to check her out go to her website all of that is all, right, all of that is in the show notes so i will see you on the next episode you've been watching the talk to q radio show everyone have a good day peace out mm -hmm.